Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, in the they found the telephone and electricity line. Described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. In San Francisco in 1895, the world was changing. The gaslit streets were filled with progression, bicycles, independence, and unchaperoned women. In April of that year, a man took advantage of these changes and took the lives of two innocent women. And on January 7, 1898, Theodore Durant was executed for his crimes. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Theodore Henry Durant, born in 1871, was a medical student at the Cooper Medical College living in San Francisco. The 23-year-old soon-to-be doctor was also the assistant superintendent of Sunday school at the Emanuel Baptist Church and a member of the California Signal Corps. He was good-looking, well-groomed, a gentleman, and just what a mother would want for her single daughter. All of this to say he was a good catch. So no one thought twice when they saw Theodore Durant and 20-year-old Blanche Lamont flirting with one another on the trolley as they traveled to their respective schools on April 3, 1895. The pair made plans to meet back up at the church later that afternoon. Later, rumors would fly as to the reason behind their meeting. 
the church had become a place of clandestine rendezvous, so it's unclear if that's where their plans were leading. Regardless, around 2 p.m., Theodore was seen pacing near the trolley stop waiting for Blanche. When he saw her walking from the normal school, he ran to her before they boarded together and headed towards the church. The next person to see Theodore Durant was a church choir director. Around 5 p.m., he saw a pale Durant coming down the stairs asking for medicine from a nearby store. Later that evening, Blanche's aunt, whom she was living with while attending school, came to the church and asked if anyone had seen her niece. Theodore approached the woman and said he was sorry that Blanche wasn't there, but he would come by the house later to bring a book for the girl. Which he did, and went as far as to suggest that Blanche's absence had something to do with being kidnapped and forced into sex work. The next day, he was pawning some women's rings, and that same afternoon, Blanche's aunt received a package with the choir director's name on the front. Inside were Blanche's rings. Three days later, Blanche was reported missing. Theodore, the last person to be seen with the woman, was questioned, but nothing more. Around this time, Theodore began showing interest in a new woman, 21-year-old Minnie Flora Williams. She was also a member of the Emanuel Church, who saw Durant as a good catch. On April 12, 1895, just nine days after Blanche went missing, Minnie told friends she was going to a church member meeting. Minnie was next seen having a heated argument in front of the church with a fellow member, Theodore Durant. Eventually, after some intervention, the pair calmed down and entered the church together. At around 9 p.m., Theodore came to the church meeting, but Minnie did not. The very next day, a group of female church members arrived to the church in order to decorate for Easter Sunday. When one opened the cabinet for cups, she got much more than she bargained for. Inside was the mutilated body of Minnie Williams. She was partially nude, both breasts stabbed, wrists slit, and her own underwear forced into her mouth. The police were called, and after searching the rest of the church, the body of Blanche Lamont was found wedged between two boards in the belfry. She was nude, strangled, and raped post-mortem. Who killed these respectable churchgoers? Well, they didn't have to look hard because witnesses were able to put Theodore Durant with both victims just prior to their deaths. He was arrested the next day, Easter Sunday, and quickly charged with the murders of both women. The three-week trial was covered by newspapers all over the United States, and in the end, he was sentenced to be hanged. He held to his innocence until the very end. In fact, Many believe that all of the evidence against Theodore Durant was circumstantial. Yes, he was the last person seen with both women before they went missing. But, according to some, the pastor of that same church acted suspiciously around the time of the murders. There was also an old miner who entered town a week or two before Theodore's execution, who confessed to the whole thing. So, many are split in their opinion of Theodore Durant. Despite all of this, he was executed on January 7, 1898, at San Quentin Prison. After his execution, no cemetery in San Francisco would accept his bones. He had to be cremated and buried by his parents in Los Angeles. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. 
Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on January 8th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.